West Beaver, they get baseball fever along about March as a rule. The men quit their fishing, the women start wishing, and children play hooky from school. There's only one thing that they're talking about at morning, at night, or at noon. It's how their three aces can cover the bases from Bogle to Boogle to Taken with our double play making. I'm Bogle. I'm Bogle. Duh, I'm Boone. And when the team's playing, that's one way of saying the whole town will pull for a win. They'll shake every rafter with yelling and laughter and tell the up where to head in. There's one thing that's certain to pack in the crowd in August or April or June. A spine-tingling tussle around the horn hustle, a bogle to boogle to boo. Oh, bogle to boogle to boo. You won't see the likes of them soon. They're Double playmaking. I'm Bogle. I'm Bogle. I'm Boone. Church league softball fist fight. Getting washed in the blood on a Tuesday night. What would Jesus do? Lord, he wouldn't do that. Knock the hell out of a preacher with a softball bat. Well, the swinging shepherds from the sheep of the Savior were tied with the sourwood church of Christ. An example of some highly unholy behavior in a game that had already been protested twice. Something unbiblical must have been said for them to be aiming heat at a minister's head. Clocking the clergy ain't the thing they do, but neither's the high hard one on a O and two. Church league softball fist fight, a bloody laying on a hands neath the left field lights, knocking out four teeth and getting a busted lip. Ain't exactly my idea of Christian fellowship. League softball fist fight Rolling around the pitcher's mound It just don't look right For nice people from the church And the Sunday school class To trade the cup of brotherhood For a can of whoop-ass To trade the cup of brotherhood For a can of whoop-ass To trade the cup of brotherhood 
for a can of whoop. Can of whoopers. A can of whoopers. The Little League Witch sat on a car hood outside the left field fence. She cold-cocked an umpire one year, had her sitting there ever since. Had a nervous little son named Barry Harris, played short field for the Braves. And he was more than just a hair embarrassed about how the old witch behaved. She was an ugly old hag with a beer in a bag and breath like alcohol. She could dog cuss an 11 year old into dropping a long fly ball. She'd scare little boys with a car horn noise and drive in the coaches nuts. She'd scream and yell and give the children hell and they all hated her guts. You can't go messing with the babies much cause the good Lord does not play. He came to get her at a double header in the middle of a rain delay. Lightning come along and hit her in the head and ding dong, the witch was dead. She got killed at the Little League field. The parents and the coaches and the kids were thrilled. She got killed at the Little League field. Dead witch smoking in a coupe de ville. Nobody around this whole town's gonna miss Mildred Hill. She stuck gripping that steering wheel like a foul ball busting out a back windshield. She got killed at the Little League field. A lot of Little League witches arguing the pitches, screaming out children's names. Their little sons can't have any fun playing in the all-star games. Putting too much pressure on the pitcher and the catcher and they won't let the children play. God's gonna flip a switch on a baseball witch just waiting on a rainy day. Can't enjoy little Junior's games cause the witches are too damn loud. Can't jack the jaws or call the law, thank God here comes a cloud. Boy lost a game, he was gonna get belted. Uh-oh, his mama got melted. Killed at the Little League field. The parents and the coaches and the kids were thrilled. Got killed at the Little League field. If the league don't get you the lightning wheel, you start screaming at people's kids and you're gonna wind up like Mildred did. Crazy old witch whose son couldn't pitch. Killed at the Little League field. Killed at the Little League field. The parents and the coaches and the kids are thrilled. Got killed at the Little League field. If the league don't get you the lightning wheel, you gotta quit messing with people's kids or you're gonna wind up like Mildred did. Killed at the Little League field. Still stuck to a steering wheel. She got killed at the Little League field. Head got cracked like a back windshield. Westbrook Van Boris here. The great Quaker Life debate rages on. Is Quaker Life an adult serial, or is it for kids? Adult, Casey Stengel is speaking. Quaker Life is the most nutritious, ready-to-eat old cereal. Protein, thymoline, riboflavin, niacin, a little bit of sweetening. 
Now, for a ball player to execute on a ball field, he has to have a light stomach. And when he has a light stomach, he can participate more in a ball field. He can execute every play in the game. He can go to first base faster than he can with a heavy stomach. Thank you, he Mr. Thank you. And now everything. for the Sandlot League viewpoint, here is shortstop Jimmy Smith. Mr. Stangle may be a great backer, but he sure doesn't know much about baseball. Us ball players eat Quaker like because it tastes so good, period. Nutritious enough for adults, good tasting enough for kids. Quaker life must be for everybody. Hello, baseball fans. This is Harry Cow. And Howard knows all. With today's all-star game between the Nationals. Superb, Cow. And while Harry's describing the action, I'll be exploring the sociological, metaphysical, and epistemological ramifications of baseball in our culture. Holy cow. Here's the first pitch by Catfish Hunter. Whether the story's unfolding in the press box, Harry. Pete Rose swing. Whether it's unfolding in the dugout, Harry. Line drive. In the stands. Base hit. Or even, Harry, on the field of play. Joe Morgan now stepping into the box. Fine, Harry, but first slugging Pale Ho's initial sacker, who now wants to be called Dick Allen. Richie, what were your first impressions upon being traded to the Windy City? Well, south side of Chicago is a better part of town. The center fielder came in for that ball. And... Amos Otis, once a nobody with the Mets. But I've been in a right place. But it must have been a wrong time. But now, Amos, a Kansas City star is what you are. Howard, if you don't mind, I'd like to describe that last play. Carl Yastrzemski, for the kids, yes, what psychological factor motivates you to excel? Money! What dedication. Hammerin' Hank Aaron now stepping up to the plate. Good idea. I'll talk to him. Well, I didn't mean that. Hammerin', what will you say to me uh, Howard, he's if to hit the ball. and when you crack the great Bambino's record? Howard, I wish you wouldn't drink Sal Bando, when did you first begin to put it all together? Back when my hair was short. Del Crandall, mature mentor of the upstart Milwaukee Babe in the Woods Brewers. What do you say to charge up your cherub challenges? Are you man enough? Big and bad enough? Well, the manager's rushing up. Walk both benches are empty Hold now. your horses, cow. Willie Mays, the incomparable say hey kid. Hey, say hey. What do the guys and gals of Gotham say? The ups are trying to break From it up. the Bowery to Park Avenue. There's chaos on The there. same fans that nurtured you to their collective bosoms when you were just knee-high to a bad hop sink. David Clyde, 18-year-old portside poop besant. What about the savvy it takes to pitch in the big ship? When I think back on all the... Hold it, kid, I know that song. Keep your language in the strikes. Bottom of the ninth, fans... Ted Savage, former Philly. Uh, Ted Savage, Howard, Former it's Cub. Howie, I... Uh... Former Cardinal Dodger Pirate. Howie. Former Brewer Royal and Red. Give my best to Denny and Peppy. Well, that's it, folks. The most exciting game in all-star history. Right, Cal. That's the story of, that's the glory of baseball. The final score. Thank you, Harry. 
And what reward do I envision from our national pastime? Let me state it as humbly as I can. Won't see my smiling face on the cover of the Rolling Stone. On the cover of the Rolling Stone. Won't see my picture on the cover. Sports fans, this is Biff Burns in the Biff Burns Sports Room, ready to interview another outstanding uh, figure in the sports world. In this case, our old friend Bill Hockey of the Indiana Mustangs, funky shortstop, who just this past week was sent down to the minors. Uh, Bill, I wonder if you could give a little of the background as to uh, how your career seems to be going downhill at this point. Well, I don't know as I'd use uh, that phrase to describe my career, Biff. Uh, going downhill. <laughs> I uh, I don't like to think that that's what's happening to me. Well, being kicked out of a top-flight team like the Mustangs yeah. and uh, sent down there uh, mm-hmm. seems to me to be a little uh, of a setback. How long were you with the Mustangs, Bill? Well, I uh, went to spring training with them this year, and they kept me up until they had to cut their roster back to 48. So to make room, they had to let me go. Uh, isn't it true, as a great many of the sports writers pointed out, that you uh, suffered a lot of head colds? 
Well, I uh, seem to have been Kept played out with of it. spring training quite a bit, didn't it? I think, uh, I think that's probably one of the biggest reasons uh, that why I didn't stick with the team, uh, because of all my colds. And uh, I have uh, sore, uh, sore feet. I can't run very well. And uh, my, that, hitting, that... my hitting uh, has been off uh, this year. What was your uh, average when you left the uh, Mustangs? Oh, 58. 58. Uh, you spoke of sore feet. I, I, I know the last game I saw you play in, uh, you fell down several times. Well, uh, oddly enough, you wouldn't think this would happen, but uh, I had uh, my right shoe on my left foot and my left spike on my right foot. You wouldn't uh, believe that could happen, but uh, <clears throat> it I do was a in rainy your case, day. Bill, I do believe it did happen because I saw it with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a rainy day, and we didn't know whether the game was going to be played or not, and the manager said, get in the uniform. Hurry out in the field, so that's what happened. You look pretty awkward out there, I will say that for Thank you. Thank you. Now, uh, there was one uh, outstanding play you made uh, this past season, the, uh, a running backhand catch. Uh, that was off the bat of who? Uh, that was hit by uh, Larrap and Lou Jolly uh, of the St. Paul team. He got a hold of a high outside pitch, Biff, and uh, as you know, I was playing right field. That was before I became a scrappy shortstop. Uh-huh. And I was more or less a sweet-tempered uh, 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 right, right fielder. fielder yeah. And uh, I, at the crack of the bat, I sensed that this ball had the distance to it. Had it your just, name on it, too. Had, huh? it had my name on it. Uh, and uh, it was Or just, would you put it that way? I wouldn't put it that way. And it was just... No, I don't think well, so. Well, put it any way you want. <laughs> right. And it was just a question whether it had the, uh, the uh, wings to get over the fence. So I backed up for it. And, uh, Never dreaming you'd be able to snag it, huh? That's right. And I, it was probably one of the most, uh, well, the nicest catch I think I ever made. Yes, but of course you dropped it after the catch and uh, the run scored. And it yeah. was the run that won the game. I see That's our right. time is running a little bit short, but for all of the kids listening in, do you have any advice uh, on uh, how to... Uh, turn out to be a ball player like yourself? Well, I'd say to any kid who wanted to grow up and be a major league ball player, Biff, is to every time he sees a ball, pick up that baseball, throw that ball, get to know that ball, handle it. the time is it, really up. I want to thank ball. you, Bill, uh, for dropping when by you, today. When you grow up, you're going to be holding time, onto a ball. This you're is going Biff Burns saying until fairly. next time, so long. Uh, you'll be a ball. Imagine me, Submarine Smith, Sitting next to the legend Forever Adams. What part of the man leaves you up from, boy? Now, Wichita. Is that a fact? You know, when I was a kid, I hit a home run in Wichita. Really? Yeah, the newspapers say it went over 900 feet. Wow, did they measure it? No, they just took my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, golly, Forever, you're 96 years old and still in the majors. 96 years old, is that what I is? That's what the newspaper says. Uh-huh. I never dreamed I'd be on the same team with Forever Adams, the guy with more no hitters than anyone in the history of the game. Yeah, I got my 1,266 no hitters. 1,266? Wow, how many games have you pitched total? 1,266. You mean nobody ever got a hit off you? No, but I must be getting old, because they're starting to foul tip me all over the place. <laughs> 166, that's, that's unbelievable. Ah, uh, it ain't no big thing. You got to remember, I throws both-handed. <laughs> you run that down, only work out to a little over 600 a hand. I guess a guy could call you ambidextrous. Yeah, and they probably have. <laughs> they call me just about everything, but I'm used to it. 
Have you always thrown with both hands? No, when I started, the only way I throwed was righty. Yeah? And then I lost my gloves. <laughs> oh? In Cincinnati. Oh? Yeah, and the only glove they could scrounge up was lefty. Yeah? And I was being taken, uh, but I was, uh, am I found for, Forever, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Careful now, you don't want to crap out right now, you no, know. I'm on, what was we talking about? <laughs> pitching? Yeah, pitching. Oh, yeah, I have my glove. You yeah, I lost glove. my glove and since, yeah, and then uh, they gave me this lefty glove. Yeah. Yeah, and then I just went right on out there and took care of business. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're the greatest forever. Do you ever throw the bean ball? Just against one team back in the minor leagues. Yeah, what team was that? The Biloxi Bigots. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you really dusted them, huh? Well, uh-huh, didn't I? When, I? when I got done pitching against them, their cleaning bill was over $600. <laughs> ah, gosh, forever, how many pitches have you got? Well, I don't worry about having a whole passel of pitches like these young kids. I just work with my basic 17. <laughs> well, I guess your main pitch is your ham fat special. Yeah, that, that, that's the one to bring home the bacon. <laughs> and no one else has ever been able to master that one. Well, there was a brother back with the Chattanooga Chitlins. Yeah? <laughs> Name of Grease Williams. He thought he was throwing it, but he wasn't throwing nothing in the world except your everyday run-of-the-mill three-speed Zephyr ball. <laughs> Really? Really, of course he never was no count, no way. He only played 26 years. <laughs> oh, what, is, what are some of your other pitches? Well, there's my resonating, hesitating, half-speed, out-shoot drop. Yeah? And a head of hopper. The head of hopper? I only use that against a Hollywood All-Star. No. <laughs> the Roto-Rooter. The fastball, the really fastball, and the what you say. <laughs> The slow ball, the really slow ball, and the, come on, let's get it on. <laughs> well, who taught you the rest of your pitches? My daddy. Boy, I would love to have met him. Well, you can meet him if you just wait till he strike out the side. Smoke it on in there, old man. <laughs>
great, Maddie. There's not a soul who would deny that you were great. When our luck was down to nothing and our backs were to the wall, you would fire up the will to win and galvanize us all. Bring on Baker, bring on Wagner, bring on Crawford, bring them all. Just give Matthewson the ball and he'll come through. And it was true, Maddie. 
When we were down to do or die, we'd turn to you. You would stand up tall and confident with calm and steady nerve, and you would summon up that extra you'd been keeping in reserve, and then you'd fool them with the fadeaway and fan them with the curve. You deserve the trust and faith we placed in you. And your name will echo down the hallowed halls of fame. And men will tell of how you played the game. Cause win or lose, Maddie, you stayed a champion just the same. And they'll recall how Maddie was the mightiest of them all. As long as young men play with bat and ball, they'll tell of you, Maddie. They'll remember you. Yes, you were rare, Maddie. And when a miracle was needed, you were there. When Chicago filled the bases and the crowd began to roar, and the final game was on the line and we couldn't let them score. And when someone had to stand up straight and get that ball across the plate, I'd swear, Maddie, I'd swear that God Himself had sent His right hand man to see us through. And it was you, Maddie. It was you. He was pitching that day back in 1970 When he and his wife took a trip to the ballpark a little bit differently So by the time that he hit the bullpen Half the world had melted away That's about the time Coach Murtaugh came and said Doc, you're pitching today Taking the mound, the ground turned down to the ice And on the birthday cake the leadoff man came up and turned into a dancing rattlesnake. The crowd tracked back and forth in waves of color underneath the sun. That ball turned into a silver bullet, his arm into a gun. I took a look all around the world one time. I finally discovered you can't judge a bird. Three down for three straight innings and a zero-zero tie As all those batters' names come ringing from a voice out of the sky A hallucinating Halloween scenes each new swing of the bat His sinker looked like it was falling off the table But nobody was hallucinating that I took a look all around the world one time Finally discovered You can't judge a bird By the 
top of the seventh, he was up one to nothing and giving them Padres fit. By the bottom of the eighth, he was up two to nothing and he still hadn't got any hit. But with a one hour left to go in the game, the battle looked like a baby child. That birthday cake was shaking, them waves of color was going wild. Time that he mowed the last man down He as high as he had ever been Laughing to the sound of the world going round Completely unaware of the wind And while the papers would say He was scattered that day He was pretty as a pitcher could be The day Doc Ellis of the Pittsburgh Pirates Threw a no-hitter on LSD I took a look all around the world one time I finally discovered You can't judge a book Okay, it looks like we've reached the fifth inning stretch here. Yeah, yeah, I know. It used to be the seventh inning, but they changed that too. Uh, you know... Uh, Stop fucking with the rules of baseball, okay? Bigger bases, pitch clocks, come on, knock it off. Just knock it off, all right? Baseball is nature. It's, it's natural, okay? So just stop this. All right, that's my editorial comment for this evening. Who am I? I'm KBC. You know that by now. This is the uh, Bit Slap, and it's our 12th sort of annual baseball show uh, celebrating opening day, which was uh, yesterday, today, whatever, I don't know. Uh, anyway, we started out up top with the very nice, interesting singer man, whose name is Matt Farley. He's from Massachusetts, and he's written twenty to 25,000 songs. This one was the baseball song, and there are a few others about baseball that he wrote, but we're saving those for next time. Bruce Springstone, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Opening day was Lefty Brothers, the Lefty Brothers. Stubby and the Buccaneer Trio from 1951. That was Bogle to Boogle to Boone. Church League Softball Fist Fight and the Little League Witch, both from Tim Wilson. I had to deal with a Little League Witch once, uh, my brother's team. I got coaxed into uh, umpiring and uh, ran into one of these creatures, and it was not pleasant. And it did not end well for her either. She wound up getting hit in the head with a baseball because she wasn't watching me. I mean, she wasn't paying attention. Anyway, uh, let's see. Howard and Henry was Howard and Henry from 1973 the squids this is what a baseball balk really is okay I hope that simplified it for you Bob and Ray interviewing uh, a Biff Burns uh, interview with a uh, pretty well washed up baseball player Forever Adams was Hudson and Landry the baseball project a uh, side project of uh, uh, REM's Peter Buck and Mike Mills among others and that was they played baseball they did, and it was great. Ah, Dave Frischberg, that was Maddie, tribute to Christy Mathewson, and Todd Snyder. The uh, I'm not sure if this really happened or not, but okay. Uh, that was America's favorite pastime about the uh, the time. You, well, you heard it, all right, never mind. Anyway, so we got more stuff here coming up. Uh, tribute to a bunch of teams, teams in, uh, you know, the teams that play. We don't pay much attention to teams as we should. They are teams, after all. But uh, I just want to warn you about this set. A couple of these are 
pretty lame, all right? So just, you know, stay with it, okay? Come on. The world is no place to hide in takes you to Munich, where we're standing by to interview the wily baseball manager, Otto von Stengel. How long have you been managing a baseball team, Otto? Well, this is my 62nd season with the Munich Mugbumps. And you've won the pennant how many times? Never. Never won? No, we always come in second. Well, how many teams in the league out there? Two. The Munich Mugbumps and the Dusseldorf Dodgers. No attendance in Dusseldorf. They may have to move over to Hamburg and call themselves the Hamburgers. What about Frankfurt? Frankfurters. Why is it you've never won? Well, it's a psychological reason there. The crowd is always rooting for the underdogs, right? We don't want to have everybody against us. We're very sensitive that way. We concentrate on morale. That's the big factor. Keep everybody happy. Lose. Get out there and lose.
Chavez Valentin and Draxel too. Yeah. 
is baseball at its best. Yes, I love Braves baseball and Chipper by my side. I love a good loud tomahawk chop and rocks on Friday night. Heck yes, I love my Braves, but I want you to know.
told they gave the MVP Cause all the oversires Believe it hit the singles And Harmon hit the homers Mudcat Grant won 20 games But they didn't play in a dome yet The Dodgers came to Bloomington To play for the World Series The Twins took the first two You can even ask Vince Scully But Sandy Kovacs proved to be a bit too much to crack And the Twins went down at seven But they vowed that they'd be back From Nicholas to Hennepin From St. Paul to St. Cloud The Minnesota Twins are making Minnesota proud And we don't buy our titles So that summer's where we stink But he's a grown man He's a grown man These are heroes Please don't call them Twinkies In the fall of 87 I was pretty much in heaven I got my license and a girlfriend The twins and one a pennant I prayed more in the dome Than I ever did in church Kirby Puckett had the smile Ken Herbeck had the smirk But first we tamed the Tigers And we were dealt the cards And they came to the Twin Cities To try to make sense of our part It was loud and it was gross And it went to seven games But the Twins took home the title And that sweet music played He died in a loop From the south side of downtown Minnesota Twins Were making Minnesota proud So here let's make some noise Come on, wave those home and hang You see the grown man These are heroes Please don't call them Twinkies We're once again on top We faced Atlanta in the series And they thought that they were hot I've never seen nothing so lame As that Fonda Hawk job But we were up against the ropes When Kirby caught a shot And as he ran around the bases Smiling, pumping fists We all knew that he had won it That was only just game six And the next night Jack Morris Came and made his hometown proud You should watch it in slow motion Rockin' was clearly out From Mankato to Brainerd From Burnsville to Bemidji Now we're playing outdoor baseball And that's the way it should be Raise a toast to Kirby Puckett Raise another to Tom Kelly To the Minnesota Twins So let's not call them Twinkies We got Justin, we got Joe That's enough reason to party We don't buy our titles But we still want to World Series So grab yourself a three-two beer Raise a toast to Gardy
The pitch to Morgan. Swung out a big Well, I think that uh, does it. Game's over. Sort of. Oh, no, we have extra innings coming up. I'm sorry. I'm not paying attention to the score, which is, who cares? You're winning or you're losing. Eh, no big deal. Start out with German baseball. I'm not sure if that's the whole routine or what. I've never really found that anywhere but in this form. Uh, Eddie Lawrence, that was. Uh, a team effort. Let's call these things what they are. Go, go, Astros. Phillies Fever was actually the, uh, I guess it was the 1980 Phillies when they were uh, hot shit back then. The New York Mets from Lucas Prada. Uh, The Tomahawk Dudes. I hate the Mets the most. 
Uh, the, and the Miami Marlins theme song, uh, We Are the Marlins. I wanted to include the entire National League East in there, okay? Because uh, three out of those four teams went on to the uh, the playoffs, right? Okay, three of the five teams. Anyway, we heard also uh, the baseball project again. Don't call them Twinkies. The Cubs are going to do it. <laughs> they did it once. That's enough. Okay, that was the Grove End Road, it says here. Mambo number five for the New York Yankees. The Red Sox song from John Lincoln Wright from 1976 when they had nothing to sing about. Uh, let's go Padres, who I have a lot of faith in this year. I think they're going to make a big move somewhere. I don't know, just a feeling. Okay, you heard it here first. Jason Seamer, the world of Orioles baseball, which is pretty dull, but the Orioles are uh, tied for first place, uh, along with pretty much the whole other American League East, but uh, that's the way it goes. We heard the Cincinnati Reds fight song from way back when, and Reds fan from Freak Base from 2012. That's with Bootsy and his friends, okay? Coming up, uh, two by uh, Chuck Brodsky coming up, because he's got a lot of baseball songs, and these are, this is a couple songs uh, pretty much to to non-players, but who have still made an impact on the game, if you'll pardon the pun. You'll see what I mean. Anyway, I'll see you next week. Do be good, and don't try to stretch those singles into doubles. Drop you a line It's an afternoon game From the friendly confines I got a radio up to my ear WGM is coming in clear Somebody else now Is calling the pitch Leading the crowd In the seventh inning stretch Sometimes he reminds me of you Just the odd moment or two Every year, Harry, on the day that you die When the local time is half past five Wherever they are, from coast to coast To you, Harry, Cubs fans will make a toast I put those funny glasses on Thanks to you, everybody knows this song All right, let me hear you sing it with me One Take me out to the ball game Take me out to the crowd Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jack I don't care if I ever go backwards Root, root for the Cubbies If they don't win, it's a shame There's one, two, three strikes You're out at the old How much it hurts to say cubbies in there instead of fillies. Hey, Harry, since you've been gone, we let a few slip. World Series tickets yanked from our grip. We thirsted for champagne, the other team sprayed. Canceled a couple October parades. That infamous foul ball was blown to shreds. Horse hide cork and a couple of threads They served the remains in a cursing sauce And still had the taste of that heartbreaking loss I hate to tell you 
hate to hear Team from the south side They had one good year They won a World Series But what might be worse The Red Sox have finally Conquered their curse Up north when it's winter There's less of a sting When pitchers and catchers Show up in the spring the Poets are putting it all To verse And the cubby Starting out tied for first So give me a blue sky Give me a breeze Give me a brat Or a burger with cheese You might as well Throw in a brew Hey Harry I'm hoisting this one for you The voice on the radio Next to my ear It's trying to be heard Over all the cheers It might be It could be it is a home run. Holy cow, Harry. Cubs won. Cubs won. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. I don't care if I ever get back. Let's root for the home team. If they don't Shame. It's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old. All the other guys some He put his uniform on every day He sat in the dugout and shouted hooray He would sign autographs after the game Nobody ever had heard of the name Plus 52 consecutive games All the bubbles he blew Not one single inning Did he ever play He worked hard to keep himself Out of the way They won a World Series Well he got his ring He got sprayed with champagne It was the craziest thing Got to ride in the next day's parade A full share of the World Series pot he was paid well, Now in case you might wonder And most people would They kept him around because he was good He would always move over with excellent form The spot that he vacated always was warm Deck. Streak on the line, his nerves were a wreck. But the batter ahead of him made the last out. Way to go, Splinter Cheeks! Nobody shouted.
always prepared Quick to react if trouble should flare He was always willing to take one for the team From a secret stash of hemorrhoid cream body were out. It was sad to see, but there was no doubt about it. He'd start to lose steam by the top of the fifth. His eyelids got heavy and his posture would drift. Then one time Splinter Cheeks was taking a nap. He covered his eyes with the billow of his cap. A murderous foul ball Bounced off his head They carried him out Splinter Cheeks He was dead The Splinter Cheeks Jumps in Baseball card set And nickel Is probably The most you could get He had no statistics To put on the backs Not even any Interesting facts A utility player for his whole career He ate sunflower seeds and he chewed bubble gum And he made sure to save all the other guys some 